In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. So would you guys uh, introduce yourselves? Well, I'm Katie Wicks. I'm Brian. Peace. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for That's joining us. Be. Yeah. Yeah. And what was it that we all experienced recently? <coughs> lasers. Yeah, lasers. Lots of lasers. Lasers, yeah. <laughs> So they good. weren't mounted Lasers. on sharks, but damn, they were cool. They might as well have been. Yeah. yeah. Next for, time. For what we could have seen. So, wait, what if we were able to do some kind of projection mapping where you projection map sh- sharks? <laughs> what if we just put people in shark suits on stage? Yeah. Oh, my God, even better. <laughs> projection map on them. <laughs> projection <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> map lasers on them. We now have sharks with lasers. Man, yeah. So there was a show here at the Tower Theater recently, which... Uh, it's been a while since we recorded the show. Has yep. it? Because of the Tower Theater, which is an awesome thing. Um, we've been working all the shows here. But there was one show where we cut to step back for a minute and really enjoy it. And it was a, an EDM band called Eodo. And I don't know if I'm saying their name right. That is actually. That is, is, that, is that the correct way to say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so would one of you two please tell us what, what is EDM? <laughs> EDM, I mean, man, it's it's, it's really broadened because I mean it's an acronym for electronic dance music. Yes, but I just used to call. I it mean, house it ranges music. now from. I mean, people do like live band stuff. Like a Yodo is very like jam band dance, which is I I like Yodo because it it, it mixes like kind of dancey with the jam band stuff, and you don't really. You know, like them coming from their jam band scene and then mixing dance music really brings different crowds together and stuff like that. And I think it's cool because, I mean, I'm around jam band stuff all the time because of where I work. And it's cool to see, like, you know, my scene also being mixed in with that because I was with, like, dance music style stuff for so long. That's kind of two and I of, never thought, you know, two of your favorite genres kind of bl- or two genres you love blended together. Yeah. Well, I actually have never really been a big fan of jam band music until recently. I think it's kind of Stockholm syndrome, but yes. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I know more are they about holding fish you than anybody now. It's yeah. weird. I never in my life thought I'd know so much about fish. And now I know way too much. <laughs> <laughs> you never knew you could know that much about fish. I know. <laughs> yeah, constantly exposed to something like that. You're right. I mean, eventually you just have to learn to accept it a little bit, which means a little bit you have to learn to like it because yeah. you can only deal with something that frequently if you have a little bit of mm-hmm. like for it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't go home and listen to EDM music. I don't sit <laughs> in the office and, and have Spotify on the EDM channel. Yeah, I know. But my God, when I'm at one of the shows, I'll get down there right in the front and get mixed up and everything. And like, hey, who's the old dude dancing with us? You know, because yeah. it's it, it's a pretty young crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that is true. You get down in there, and other people are like, oh, somebody's dad's here. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, I mean, in all the years that I've done parties and stuff, I mean, I've seen like lawyers and like, you know, really? doctors and just getting yeah. down and you don't Having even fun. realize like, yeah, I mean, dance music really brings the monster out of people. The party <laughs> yeah. monster, the party not monster. like a bad monster. <laughs> not not the scary bear. I like yeah, it. Not not the, yeah. <laughs> well, and we mentioned ladies. I think part of that is because EDM or electronic shows in general focus on the that experience of it like there's always oh, yeah. a heightened light production level the those people like brian and others i've known are the ones that paid most attention to like what it sounded like in the room like to a point where they wouldn't be acceptable with it one way or the other yeah so that all kind of comes together to make that experience i think people in general whether it's a lawyer or a 21 year old they understand that when i go here i'm going to get to have an experience party dance and regardless of whether they actually like the music the dj the band or whatever like it's an experience. I think I saw that too the other night with the Mavericks here. Like they put on compared to all, a lot of the other acts we've had so far, they put on a show. They brought in a light right. package. They had a like almost a six foot circular drum riser they built on stage. Like it was a thing. <laughs> it was cool. And when people came out, they were they knew they were gonna like have a party and be able to dance and it was a whole different style of music, but it was very similar kind of in the, uh, yeah. the response to it. And it, it, it also kind of had this effect too that even if you weren't there to see the band maybe or if you weren't a fan of the band if you were in there and part of that crowd it it just pulled you in like you you couldn't resist it you know you're sitting there watching it and then the next thing you know you're like down in front with the rest of the crowd like having a good time because it's that it's that energetic it's that uh uh cathartic when you start Hanging out in that crowd, you know? Yeah. I mean, with visuals and, like, good music and good energy from people, it really, you know, you just kind of drop all your worries and just party. Grab your hula hoop. Yeah. That was my favorite thing of all time that I've I've had to answer the question of working the front door. This girl came up and she goes, can I bring in my hula hoop? Absolutely, you can bring in your hula hoop. I need you. That's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. It is. No, we actually got messages about that prior because that's, if I'm correct, referred to as flow. Hula hoops, poise, poise. Yeah. Like, well, anything they twirl places, and glow. Like. They, I mean, I feel bad that they even have to ask because it's almost like like a lot of places will will shun people for that and tell them that they can't, you know. And I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll hit people every once in a while, but it's not any worse than like a mosh pit or something. Hoop, but they really watch what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, they they don't are they're not out to hit you, you know. They're just yeah. there to have a good time, and I appreciate that you guys you know enjoy that <laughs> as well. Well, I mean, people, people that, like that. It, that's one of the things we've talked about at the front door a lot. Like, it, it's all in how people approach whatever that topic is. Like, if that girl had come up to me and had an attitude about it, like, let me guess, I can't bring my hula hoop in here, right? I probably would have been like, hell no, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> See you like that. <laughs> but, I mean, to come up and just she like, up, hey, can, yeah. is this okay? And to get the messages in advance, like, it shows a level of consideration versus, so you're prepared. You're versus prepared somebody who for... just sneaks in a freaking confetti cannon or something and starts blasting all over the oh, place, yeah. which apparently also happened. Which, but, you know, really? Well, some there was confetti everywhere that <laughs> night and weird little poof balls. Interesting. I don't know. People just come with all kinds of weird party yeah. favors. They do. They really do. Or dressed up in their, I don't know. They weren't furry costumes, but I guess they were like full-on onesie pajamas that yeah. had ears and tails and things like that. Um, that is one of my favorite things about shows is when, when the crowd comes and, and they're really into it. You yeah. know? They, they're really involved. So, Brian, you did an opening set for that show? Yeah. Uh, How did that go? That's my project. Oh, my. Uh, sorry, I've got a child in my lap. Enter Scary uh, Bear. 
Yeah, we put that kid in everyone's lap that comes in here. Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, to talk, you have to hold her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was really fun. We ch- we played a set we don't normally play. We we tried to play at like a more opening set for for Eoto because uh, normally like what we play is more high energy kind of just like full on club music. So we picked out just like we heard that the the subs in here were were really good. So we picked some some really like, low end house. yeah low end heavy music and it was really fun. It's just the crowd reacted really well. Uh, it's fun to play that music because it's not something we ever get to play. But it's some stuff we really like, and uh, and then our our management company, who I also do graphic design for, is based out of here, and they all came, and then we all just like, partied a little too hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's Oops. what I like to hear. Yeah, that that night was really that was fun. <laughs> that was some <laughs> night. Yeah, I ended up with a drumstick though. Nice. I know it was cool. But was there a drum set? It. Was there? Yeah, Yoda is a, a live drummer. Oh, that's right. And then like a guy who does like keyboards and sequencers. I think the drummer has a lot of hybrid like electronic stuff mixed in. Yeah, it didn't. It, did, it was definitely not your traditional looking drum set. Did so, we do anything that night? I guess we went to the, the pump that night, didn't we? Of course. I think we go to the pump after almost every I show. Guess we do. It didn't last night. No, actually, last night it was the exhaustion set in at the end of last no, cause, night. Cause, yeah, because yesterday morning was one of those mornings where where I woke up and then it's kind of like. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were partying here a little late and the doors all started locking on us. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lock in. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> so I did. You've had a you've had a regular what I would say is a regular occurring gig here in Oklahoma City involving dance music of some sort. Yeah, up I'm until, trying to be vague so you can explain uh, it yeah. fully. Yeah, up, say in, the name, up say until the name. like a, I guess January when we we took a break or stopped kind of uh Katie was involved as well for for half of it. We did a, a thing called Robotic Wednesdays for ten years in the city. And I say now, when you say half of it, yeah, you're talking years. Even yeah. when you say half, Eight. yeah, yeah, I guess more than half because yeah, she kind of joined in when we moved to, to a place called Camps in like 2009. But she was even going before that, before she started actually DJing for the party. Well, Oculus Party Party was also a really good intimate party that we used to do in Norman. Yeah, I don't. Well, you did one at from, Opolis too. Yeah, yeah it was really? separate from robotic. About three years, maybe on Thursdays. I didn't know that. It was a Thursday party, so it was every week. It was robotic, and then <laughs> wow, and we in lived in Norman, and I worked up in the city, so it was like I had to Dear drive Lord. all the way back, and then wake up, be a credit union loan officer, and then <laughs> go back to Norman and party again. <laughs> credit, credit, and wake up, credit and be union a loan, loan officer, officer by again. day. <laughs> Yeah. EDM DJ by night. Well, it was funny because people would be like, I just looked hungover. That was just my look. Like people thought I just looked like that all the time. So I kept it that way. And uh, one time whenever That's I was genius. depositing money, like Opolis, it was $3 to get in. And so I had a bunch of ones all the time and I was just oh, depositing shit. money. And the girl was like, Oh, and I was like, yeah, I work, I work at night or whatever. And I didn't, I didn't even think about it. And I just like walked back to my desk. And then I guess over the year, like rumors, like I started hearing about it and I was like, I'm not a stripper guys like I promise <laughs> I finally told them I was like I DJ <laughs> it's funny but yeah that's awesome Opus years are fun and then we just moved on strictly to just robotic only now I went to robotic a couple of times and every time I went in there the only way I could really describe it would be like nuts to butts like just <laughs> packed people packed in there yeah. Yeah. dancing their asses off 
yeah, there's a few years where we uh, didn't really abide by the the fire marshal code <laughs> and would just like slam people in that building, just cram them yeah, in there, insane. And then uh, they got in trouble on like a weekend show for capacity, so we had to. They took it out on us, and we had to stop doing that. Now, how yeah. does that happen? How do you get in trouble? Does somebody show up in person or send you a letter or give you yeah, a fine? Like fire marshal shows up, able commission shows up. And Ooh, the so, able commission. Those yeah. are friendly folk, huh? Yeah, when we first moved to, to camps, uh, we had a lot of issues with able commission. They're like, 18 and up party with alcohol. How, was, how, how dare that? you? And yeah. they, I mean, there's a few times they stopped it, and they're like, because I was before camps had their own liquor license, so they're catering in, and... I guess something where you can't have repeat catering things yeah. going mm-hmm. on. And they found out about that. And then they like shut us down one week and kicked everyone out and took all the liquor and everyone was, it was a big ordeal. It was like, I think like the second week we're ever at camps and everyone was like, Oh, well, it was a great run. Great run. Great run. <laughs> <laughs> really? I think that helped because then people were like, well, dang, you know, and then, Whenever we finally got it back up, it was like, you know, product in demand. And it really it, it really went off from there. You know, that's weird. It, that's how it seems to happen with the ABLE Commission. They come in and try to shut something new down. And when it comes back up, it's, you know, and bigger, more. like H&8, you know. They yeah. try to shut it down. It comes back. And then it's huge. So you're saying that's what we should have done here is like. Oh, my God. We need to get the ABLE. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, oh, man, I think I missed a big party. And like, I'm going to go next time. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that truck in the building was a pretty good stunt, you guys pulled. <laughs> yeah. Truck in the building? <laughs> Which one of y'all uh, drove it in? Oh, <laughs> oh before the uh, Sleep at the Wheel show? <laughs> yeah. 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 Did, didn't quite make it to where we wanted it to go, but, you know, wanted to go through those front doors, but that was a tight turn. At Our the, aim was spot on. <laughs> at the ticket booth, you know. So what happens with those old pickup trucks, man. There's no power steering. Screws you every time. Is that the story? That's the one I'm sticking to. <laughs> the story I heard is the the guy had been working on his brakes that morning, and they found his brake pads back at the intersection two blocks away. <laughs> so apparently he went to hit the brakes, and they just fell off. Fell off. Wow. And so he went to the sidewalk intentionally because there was nobody there or anything, and he was hoping that one of the light poles or something would stop him. Hmm. And somehow he missed all the light poles <laughs> and just wedged himself in there. Right underneath the sign that said "Asleep at the wheel. Yeah, How's the almost like going. God sent him there. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not dealing with that. That's the... Okay. It's a different... I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Not my problem. Oh, man. Honestly, our, our, our front took the least of the damage. Like, it's just kind of a little bent corner of this steel and some scratches. Did that guy get a free ticket to the Asleep at the Wheel show? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Well, a portion of that tile, was, I guess it's tile in the front there that, that broke off as yeah. opposed to that something, something night. That, oh, yeah, yeah. That's just in front of the other bar. Yeah. Yeah. What is that stuff called? The, is that terrazzo? No, it's... It's like uh, the green stuff in front of bunker. I just call it something, vit- something night. It's vitrolite. Vitrolite. There stalagmite? it is. Stalagmite? Yes. Vitrolite glass. Is it stalagmite or stalactite? The more you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I just learned a lot about glass. <laughs> Stick around. There's all kinds of interesting stuff you'll find out. So what's the difference between DJing and EDM? Is there a difference? No. Is that, uh, EDM is, that, is kind of yeah. like a, a, a catch-all phrase. It's a catch-all. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because you mentioned house music before. There's just like hundreds of genres, and EDM's just like that. I don't want to say I, I want to go to this festival and hear dubstep and house. Like I'm, just, I'm going dubstep. to this EDM festival. EDM. Oh, I forgot about the, I forgot about the word dubstep. 
Yeah. yeah. It's one of the it's tiny little around. in there. Who was that that made that big? The trap. Skrillex. Skrillex. Skrillex, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the drop. Yeah. The dubstep drop. Yeah, the drop's a huge deal in PDN. Yeah. Well, that's, that came out when I was doing, when I was hosting bingo shows mm-hmm. at Cock of the Walk. There were drops before Scrub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. Just want to be clear on that. He didn't invent the drop. He did not invent the drop, but man, he sure did make it sound good all over again, like it was new again. Yeah. And, man, played that at the beginning of every one of my bingo shows. <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> Call 901. Right? Now. Bingo needs a good drop, right? You're dropping balls. <laughs> I think I realized that you opened your bingo shows with Skrillex. Yeah. Well, not, not the whole time, but part of the time, like when, whenever one of his songs would hit the top of the charts, I would definitely Gotta get the I'd, geriatrics it, I'd, got, to I'd have up. to put it in there. Yeah. yeah. Or just the drunks. Yeah. Otherwise, I opened it with the song by Sweet. that had that siren at the beginning. That was bingo. Yeah. That's what he's talking what about. I'm talking no, about. I think he's a trivia. Yeah, sorry. that's what you used to do. You used to do trivia. I think you need a drop right now. I think I spaced out. I honestly <laughs> said. <laughs> we started reminiscing, and I think it was, I just started just staring up at the ceiling. <laughs> sorry. We'll, we'll edit in a drop right there. <laughs> <laughs> so is there a, you guys did, uh, did robotic on a, a weekly basis. Do you, is there still a demand for, for well, that kind of show in Oklahoma City? Like maybe on a monthly basis or... I don't know. I mean, there's a there's, since we stopped, uh, there's a new group that's been kind of not so much doing like a weekly party. This group, Subsonics, uh, they the new kids bring, on the block. Yeah, they just bring in like not so because we were more into like the club culture, just like because that's what we all grew up on. Uh, it's like you go to the club, that's what you do, and, and uh, kids don't do that anymore. They want they want the the experience, the festival lights and and LED walls and stuff. So and the lasers, yeah. So, I mean, Subsonics is doing great. I mean, they're they're bringing in acts all the time. I mean, that, that yeah. classic old um, club culture has, has kind of passed here, anyways. No classical, yeah. classical, no, classical, classical, classical. Oh my god! Can you go hear some Mozart? Mozart. Just, like, yeah. You may have just given birth to a new concept. <laughs> oh my god! A classical club. A classical club. Yeah, well, Subsonics is bringing Crystal Method. To the town. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god! That's but they're, they're more show. focused on events where we were focused on like. The weekly club experience, yeah, and so, like yeah. dressing up and, and well, what if there was like a, a yeah, like day. it was like a monthly festival experience then, where it's like a cross between club and festival, bring the bring the best of both worlds. What about something like that? So I think that would be that would be cool to get like like once a month like a, like a good just lineup, like not just one big act, but like maybe like a bunch of. Yeah, it's like it's like mini fest. You yeah, know? kind of get your festival experience, but just in like a three hour period instead yeah. of an entire weekend. Yeah, that would be so. That would be fun. Give each one a different theme. That's one big thing we did a lot. Uh, we did monthly theme parties. Themes. People like themes, yeah. man. Yeah, our, we did our '90s prom here. It was the same thing that we did a month ago with when it was just my so-called band, but we themed it, threw in some extra elements to kind of give it that feel, and people went. For it, like, any excuse up, to they, dress up, yeah. yeah like, people, people actually people show up in Texas, yeah. Yeah, we would have crazy things like zombie beach party, and uh, Ooh. basically just a bunch of girls in bathing suits covered in blood. 
Valentine lingerie thing, yeah, which sounds like favorite. a bunch of girls in blood and underwear and yeah. blood. Yeah, we, we, we really like that. Theme here. Just <laughs> hey, so <laughs> make sure Tower Theater has a spot open around Valentine's Day, and we'll get that show. I'm telling you, if we brought back the robotic vampire Valentine party, that would be God. dope. Oh man, the the first one we ever did was was insane. Uh, it was electro. crazy, but. Oh, I guess it was like the second. The first one we did at camps. And uh, our videographer at the time, Brandon Bales, uh, would, we would do weekly recaps. And he, he posted this video, and it just blew up. Like I think there's like <laughs> 2 million views on it right now. What? It was, it was like, when Lucky Date yeah, was. We had an artist Lucky Date uh, headline the party. Oh, okay. But it's just a bunch of close-up shots of him like following girls and slapping their, their rears and. Like slow mode shaking. And yeah, you have to see it. It's a, it's a good video. I'll pull it up after we're done. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So we'll see that, yeah. Give it two but, million and one views. Yeah, because we started doing stuff like like video recaps and stuff, and no, not a lot of people were doing that. That's a good idea. It, it really helped blow us up because uh, people love being on those things. Yeah, it was shortly after that, everyone hmm. saw the videos. Like, Holy I know what they'll do. They'll they'll go to a show and then afterwards see if they can spot themselves in the video recap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that was also a thing too. Is like every week, it's like everyone has a new profile picture. It's like <laughs> go to robotic, and that helped like MySpace days and early Facebook. Wow, I was like, where is everyone getting these pictures that say robotic on it? And yeah, yeah, I I do recall seeing the you know robotic profile pictures uh, for quite a while, and yeah, and we yeah, would wonder that like where the hell are these people? And not knowing at the time, they were just like literally right down the street from where I lived. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's it's kind of that's kind of right there on twenty fifth, right? Twenty like fifth in Classen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's on my street. Yeah, it's funny at the time, probably the the peak of robotic. We uh, it was crazy because we didn't have like the the big function one system we had and all the lights and stuff. We just had like a, a mix match sound system built like JBL and PV and stuff, and we were blowing subs every week and <laughs> had like two guitar center random lights that just changed colors and. <laughs> So like, yeah, back that was all you needed. back before the the EDM festival thing where you had to go see lasers and mm-hmm. it was it was just about partying. And well, give a shout out too to um, I was about to say we can Laser blame Wolf. that on Hunter because yeah. it's all Hunter's. <laughs> yeah. He started buying lasers like Thanks, some odd yeah. number of years ago and now has. <laughs> I've been to his house before. It's just like his the the like laser. Whole, oh yeah, it's I actually like, haven't been to the Laser Ranch. It was when he had his house over on the north side. Oh, that yeah, yeah that house. It's like you just open a bed, like a spare bedroom, and there's just lasers just oh, stacked. The yeah. laser ranch is crazy because now he has his own warehouse. Yeah, Jesus. Like, yeah. He threw his birthday party there, and I DJed, and he had just bought these pyrotechnic things, and he was like, "Check this out!" And he was just like, "Yeah, I didn't see you for like two days." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Where's B Snapchat story?" Oh, <laughs> laser ranch. Laser ranch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he lives like a mile away from Lost Lake, so he'll drive his CDs down to the river, take the CDs down and get off. And I think he'll leave like a four wheeler there, just parked there and he'll what? just hop off the four wheeler and drive up to Lost like he's taking CDs down the North Canadian river. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go. And please, yeah, a lot of times, like I think he's right outside city limits. So he's just like shooting guns and stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. That sounds awesome. It's crazy. Guns and lasers yeah. and CDs. Yeah. Like that is a party. <laughs> Yeah, just like five minutes from here. Yeah, that's the laser ranch. But be careful driving there because there's a speed trap and you'll get pulled over. So take your CD? 
Yeah, don't yeah, speed on your sea do. Can you get pulled over on your sea do? Oh, yeah. There's like a the speed limit. Stuff. But you go to a lake. If you're being yeah, there'd crazy. have to be like the some sort of water patrol. I don't oh, think yeah. there is one on the river. Sounds like some kind of badass relay race or something. You know, you start out on the sea doos and then jump on the four wheeler and then yeah. grab a shotgun, run up the lawn. <laughs> MacGyver. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then run the lasers for a and show. Then, yeah, run the lasers for the show. <laughs> he had this one four-wheeler thing where he put lasers on it and lights, and that's the, the thing he took with him to festivals when he worked. And he would just drive that thing around, just blasting music with all these crazy lights and lasers. <laughs> I, like, I like that idea, too, of, like, leaving Lost Lake. We're like, see you later. And they're watching, like, did that guy just leave on a four-wheeler and get on a sea do It's like, yeah, that's how he leaves. <laughs> that's how he leaves. <laughs> he needs a helicopter. Yeah. That's how he yeah, that's Hunter. We should have access to a helicopter. We should. Just call it up whenever we need it. Yeah. I have like the, a, a have door Uber in your roof that opens. Yeah. Just fly in. down it or parachute into it. <laughs> we have the Coast Guard drop us off on the building when it's time for a show. Looks like <laughs> a water rescue, you know? <laughs> But then we, we were at the Illinois River and saw this group of sorority girls getting oh hammered God, on yeah. liquor. They snuck liquor. They didn't sneak it in. I mean, they just straight up brought it. And you're not supposed to have liquor on the Illinois River. And within 15 minutes, you know, some of them were already hammered. And within 30 minutes of that, there was uh, the River Authority helicopter flying over us, keeping <laughs> an eye on those girls. They buzzed us like two or three times. It is kind of awesome being on the Illinois River and having a helicopter fly low. It's flying over right like over us. Yeah. Like you feel the wind from this helicopter. <laughs> so in some ways, yeah, you, they'll pull you over on the river. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got ways to find you. Yeah. They, they know what you're doing, even if you think they don't. Yeah. I mean, someone at the river, you know, knew who to call. Snitch. Helicopter guy. Yeah. Snitches. River snitch. I didn't river, do that. River snitch. <laughs> Let's talk radio. You guys have a radio show of some sort. Right? Yeah. Spy Lab. Spy Lab. Spy Lab. And the Spy. Mm -hmm. The times are actually changing. Um, I know that uh, Spy Lab used to be 9 9 to 12 a.m. every single Saturday. And now it's October 4th, I think. Second. Uh, One of the Saturdays. Everything with the Spy is changing. Uh, Yeah. Throughout the week, uh, there's normally like the specialty shows. Mm -hmm. It starts at 7, whatever. Yeah. Uh, But they're moving all the, the specialty shows to the weekend now. And throughout the week, it's just going to be Ferris playing playing music, the Spy, and, yeah. which is really cool. Uh, and then who's the other DJ? What it, kind of how it started. Yeah. Was yeah. Now Spy Lab, Spy Lab is going to be midnight to three a.m. Now yeah, midnight to Saturday three. Night, yeah. Which mornings. actually, I mean, it works well, out strangely enough. I mean, since it's still available online, we still have a lot of people listening out of state and stuff like that. And we would get messages at like midnight when it ended and they'd be like, where's yeah. spy lab at? Why aren't you guys on? And I'd be like, well, I mean, it's midnight here. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, that works out. You having to better. explain the concept of time to people. Yeah. yeah. But for our show too, it makes more sense to, to be midnight to three. Cause we're, mm-hmm. we're trying to get the party crowd and yeah, they're already out partying from nine to midnight. And then after last call, you still get an hour and a half of pure dance party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if you decide to go home early, you can, kind of wind down with spy lab on your way home so yeah. keep the club vibe but spy lab is three hours of dance music edm i guess oh yeah edm, yeah, EDM. we yeah, didn't really <laughs> cover that part <laughs> we've got to use the general term but it's it's like it's everything i mean sure it covers all all the various hundreds of genres that are that fall under yeah. dance oh, music yeah, there's been like strictly 80s theme shows 90s just 
all sorts. A lot of stuff yeah. that you wouldn't really hear on the radio that's like top 40 dance music, you know. It's a lot of What's, you know, stuff that the Festy kids like that they only hear it. Yeah. Can I get some stuff. stuff in there too, like LaBouche and Snap from the oh, early yeah. 90s? Some uh, Real McCoy, yeah. LA yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. What, did, what are some, what's some examples of 80s dance music that you guys play? Um, let me think here. Uh, I mean, there's like the generic, like kind of like new wave pop stuff, Depeche Mode, New Order. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anything. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's just all like the dance music, like the club stuff. Uh, and Hall and Oates, man. I mean, all, that, you can always well, dance really? to well, Hall yeah. and Oates. Are you yeah, serious? It's dance music. That's I mean, not it's EDM, pop music. though. It's, uh, if you it's, think about it, it's like, I don't know. Are these remixes or are these? Yeah, there's a lot of there like, could be remixes, or, remixes. I mean, yeah, before I, I started helping with it, she did like, a, I think it's just three hours of 80s music, maybe. That was dope. It's mm-hmm. probably my favorite. That sounds fun. But there's, yeah, 90s was fun. Yeah, there's a lot of like the weird, uh, like w- real techno kind of stuff, electronica back then. Off the top of my head, I can't remember the names. Like stuff like Kraftwerk, which yeah, I know is like a lot of 70s, mm-hmm. but they went in the 80s. Uh, uh, African Babata, stuff like that. Uh, I think the, the 70s is really like the farthest back you can go because, I mean, I never did like swing or anything like that. And that was the only dancey stuff they had back then in like the 60s and stuff. You know what stuff you could dance 60s. to in the 70s? The Bee Gees. Well, yeah, I did a '70s show, but then it's like if you try to go back farther, you realize you, you kind of it's kind of just like you can't. Yeah, I mean, disco is a huge inspiration to. Yeah, certainly everything, everything dance music. Mm-hmm. So I have a I have a playlist of Spotify called Neo Disco. It's got things like Scissor Sisters in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. There's a throwback to the disco sound in there. Yeah, there definitely is a heavy Bee Gees influence in Scissor Sisters for sure. Yeah. I was a huge fan back yeah. like 10 years ago, I guess. Well, and that so their second to last album, Nightwork, was oh, <laughs> fucking unbelievable. It was a great album. That's the one that's just got his ass and his like, gray spandex, <laughs> and that's all the cover of the album is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> just picture smacking that thing and watching it jiggle like in one of the <laughs> robotic videos. Yeah. So what channel is... Uh, just file that bond on the dial. 91.7 in Oklahoma City. Uh, 103.5 in no, Tulsa. 107.5 Oh, 107.5. And it's 88.3 in Stillwater. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a few more. It's like Ponca City. For, our, or for our nationwide and international listeners, you can find it. TheSpyFM. Yeah. yeah. .com. We do actually have some listeners outside of the state, so I mm-hmm. felt yeah. justified in saying that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but don't yeah. just listen because Spy Lab. I mean, there's there's awesome. Oh, there's great shows, shows on there on the Spy. Before the Spy, like before the Spy um, went with KOSU and was on like radio, Spy Lab was super raunchy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I I don't know. Some of my shows, like, I feel like it should have been run by Howard Stern or something. But, <laughs> and then whenever I was told that I was going to be on radio and had to tone it down, I was like. Oh, Man, it's gonna be so hard. <laughs> Were you able to tell me? I guess you did. But I did. Was that, yeah. The very last show I ever did was definitely. It was just basically just like me going all out with it being online only. So I think I, I'm pretty sure I still have it. It's pretty pornographic. It was a lot of like porno noises and like just cuss words and stuff. It was kind of raunchy. I'd like to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, <laughs> she would have. She would have guests sometimes. Like if if we'd have a guest at robotic that high. we were like more personal <laughs> with, like actually knew. 
we'd have them come over and sit down and just kind of record and she would put it into the show yeah there's a lot of drinking involved and i mean a lot of bad words and conversations it's pretty fun some serious innuendos yeah not even we just straight up say no innuendo at all just straight it up was, raunch it was unadulterated filth <laughs> yeah <laughs> that can be fun that can be a good time yeah all right well thank you guys for joining us yeah. are we done are we done i think i don't i look forward to more edm shows yeah. <laughs> we gotta yeah. get on this start some dance parties since now i know what the true definition of edm is <laughs> Yeah. When when is the Crystal Method there show? Is no November. Ah, uh, it's October, I think. Oh. Let me let me pull that up. Yeah, if it's going to be. Again? I had so much fun at that Yodo show, and I didn't know anything about them. I just knew that they fell under EDM. It was, and it was one of the largest crowds that we've had in the Tower Theater so far. And it was and, uh, it was nonstop awesomeness. Do yourself a favor and uh, look up the Tower Theater uh, Twitter page, and there are some videos of the lasers on there. Yeah, no, you're right. It is November 24th. It's Crystal Method. Man, that's a long way it's out. Like thanks, Thanksgiving well, weekend. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, if you need to get a dance fix in before then, come November 5th to Vintage Trouble. There you yes. Go. I'm just going to keep pushing that on everybody until they listen to me. <laughs> When's the big Halloween costume party? Um. That's, That's gotta a good happen. Something, That's gotta something's happen. going on. We're working on something. It's gotta happen. Working on something. You know, that's my birthday not, weekend too. I'm ready to say because we, oh have, we haven't goodness. crossed the line. Something, something costume. But yeah. let's just keep the keep October 21st in my brain open. Okay, keep that. Keep that. It's weekend. a Friday night, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, that's a Saturday right. night. No, oh. it should be a should be a Friday. Is that a Friday? Tw- okay. Whatever that Friday is, twentieth. I'll 21st. use my one day in Denver work a year to come to this. Yeah, it could involve some beaches and yeah. blood i think there'll be some blood um, we like blood here huge fans of blood buckets and we buckets might, of might combine it. we might we might see what we can do about making a bigger event out of this yes i like, so, like this is going. ladies in lingerie type of thing i don't know whatever that's what halloween is maybe somebody can get like a, a sexy gremlins costume oh, or something you know yeah there is actually gizmo that the, stuff up. The sexy gizmo. The female, the female, female one. Grimmel. Yeah, <laughs> there is. Those I think big it's old Lola lips. or something like that. I yeah. don't remember. Yeah. She's yeah. She puts the lipstick on. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's from the new batch, right? Was yeah, she, yeah, that was two. She was following that guy around. She, didn't they end up hooking up in the movie? Yeah, I think they hooked I don't up. I remember in the movie. that, but they I think by the end they're like trapped in an elevator or yeah. something. And, <laughs> and then there's the smart gremlin. Yeah. This voice oh, by Tony. That old dude from the Odd Couple. What was that guy's name? Tony something. So in Gremlins Two, they have the scene where the Gremlins go into the movie theater and destroy the film, uh, and then that actually do that on the film as you're watching it. Yeah, they fooled me when I was a kid. I actually thought that Gremlins the film, were in the theater. They, well, no, 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 at least that the film had yeah. actually stopped because uh, then they started doing like 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 yeah, hand puppets. Yeah, they started doing hand puppets. Yeah. <laughs> And if you need more dance before then, we've got a Michael Jackson tribute show on October, October 7th. 7th. Oh, October 7th. Oh. Yeah. And they're, they're, I mean, like you said earlier, they're bringing the LED wall and the lights. And the LED wall. Aww. And then the night before, it's Rock'em. Yeah, there's a lot of folks excited about Rock'em. And then Matt Stan's bringing their own. I mean, there's all kinds of dancey stuff. We parties all, all the time. I'm stoked. Yeah. So I was telling Ron Farrell, but... Working all these shows, it's like it's almost starting to feel like now, like every day of my life is a party. Like, 
It already know. was. Oh, it already was. Was it? Now there's just more yeah. live music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's always been live music. Now it's just condensed and more frequent in one spot. Mm-hmm. That is luckily a block away from our house. So. No. Yeah. This place. You don't. You don't get luckier than that. No. Well, let's actually wrap it up. Then. You don't. All right. Well, thank you guys again for joining us. We yeah, can put thank you guys you. on the spy and and uh, keep we'll an ear out for you guys. Maybe here and watch these videos. Of oh. Yeah, <laughs> butts, butts. Yay! Hopefully, we'll get to see you guys performing we'll something live we'll scheme soon. About another event yeah. for some butts. Yeah, if you want to see this video, it's Costumes on Vimeo somewhere. Right. Look up robotic underwear party. All Let's right. go watch yeah. some jiggling butts. Oh. Bring me some ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did. Hey, you can cuss. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I have been holding back oh, this whole no. time. Me too. All right. Let's restart this whole thing. <laughs> Damn it. All right, well, bye, guys. Yeah. See, ya. See ya. Bye. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's, Kurt's awesome! That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. We'll see you next week. I'll be free. Get the wine now